Go home. Go home. Go home. All right, and welcome to episode 58 of The Go Home Show. I'm your host, Eric Bedore, along with my co-host, tag team partner, best friend, Brian Abishakra. Brian? Yes, sir. How are you doing today? I'm doing real good. How about you? I'm doing well, Brian. We're back to an old format. We have a microphone. We do. And so now we're recording with a microphone instead of onto some laptops. There we go. It's great. What what a outrageous turn of events. Uh, But Brian, Mm -hmm. shut the fuck up. We don't have time for this. Okay. You there? We are fifty-seven episodes into this, or fifty-eight, or fifty-eight. This is fifty-eight. Welcome to episode fifty-eight of the Go Home Show. I hope I said that. I hope I got the number right. We've been having some drink skis. Drink Cheers, me. Drinks. Uh, we have a lot to get to, and the show's only an hour, despite uh. everyone's best efforts to make it longer. Now I know how Rocky Romero feels. Yeah. Hey, Rocky! Shouts out, Rocky Romero. We know you're listening to this, producer Hoot. We're trying. We're we're st- in your honor. One hour only. We know you only go half an hour. We try to do twice as much uh, for half the pay. It's absolutely true. We tried to uh, double the quantity for half the quality. That's hey, but that's just us. Yep. Yep. We know that we're no uh, talking shop. No. We we understand that. We we, got- we hey, this is this is for the boys in the back, and they they don't do no wrong. Yeah. And we know that. Yeah. We we understand our Rapongi rights. Yeah. Hey, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Rapongi, Rapongi Vice has been just this ongoing gag with me and Brian. It's just anything that rhymes, even in just the realm of it, mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah, well, Eric's food wasn't so good, so I told him to put on some Rapongi spice. <sighs> spice up your life. Jesus Christ. Hey, uh, this podcast sponsored by Spice World. Uh, spice World, uh, spice up your life. <laughs> Who's your favorite Spice Girl? Quickly. Uh, Quickly. Ginger. Easy answer. Absolutely. I thought Posh had her days, Mm -hmm. but no. Actually, it was Baby. That was just the first one I can remember. No. Get out of here. I like Baby. Are you kidding me? Yeah, 2 become one She looked real hot. No. Get out of here. We went to a karaoke bar one time, and we were all drinking. Rocco and Garrett went up and and held hands and sang uh, When 2 Become One by the Spice Girls, and someone in the crowd went, Oh, look what happens. You get too much alcohol in your system. Neither one drink. Uh Uh-huh. It was the DJ. (laughs) <laughs> Brian, Lucha Underground. We yes. have to jump right into it because we don't have any time. Brian, shut up. Okay. Brian, mm-hmm. Asian training fight sequence. Who is this woman? What is she doing? What is this? She's going to kill Bill somebody. Yeah, she's got a green mask, friend, and it's going to be great. Yeah, a, a, like Dragon Azteca or something, yeah. right? Fucking yeah, I love it. She she Kill Bill style beats up dudes, and then she fights Dragon Azteca, whatever, and then she loses. Oh, no. Oh. Her training is not complete, according to Robert Rodriguez's... Vignettes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, man, they really... Hey, I'm down. I like it. It's fun. Brian, first match of the night. Oh, yeah. Sexy Star and Pentagon Jr. Uh, I I really like this match. Oh, yeah. Uh, my first note of the actual match is that there's very good camera directing. And it's not just tonight. It's in general. Yeah. Uh, there's great camera direction in this show, night to night, of, okay, yeah, we're on this camera. Hey, this camera, make sure you're getting ready for this shot. Okay, take that shot. And it, there's there's floor directing that's happening on the fly, mm-hmm. and uh, just from a from like a like a studio direction standpoint and everything, it's really cool to see. It is. I'm I'm very happy with the production value in Lucha Underground. It it definitely you know it's not WWE with fireworks and big arenas and everything like that. But, but I would say I I think it outdoes TNA by leaps and bounds. Mm-hmm. And I think it doesn't have to be that uh, that kind of big fireworks, big show, big whatever. It's uh, Mm-hmm. Did you just kill it? Yeah, I did. Good job. I caught I caught a fly with my hand, uh, much because I watched the uh, Azteca Dragon mm-hmm. training sequence. Eric- I Kill Bill styled fought. Brian could only see my silhouette mm-hmm. as I caught the fly. In Eric my also hand. has a bandana on. So I it do. Like Danielson. Well, my my hair's all flying in my face. Yep. So that I really appreciate the fact that they're uh, you know doing something that's different yep. and and they're doing it well. Yeah. Oh, they do a great job, and mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pentagon Jr. at like the start of the match just straight punts Sexy Star. I know. And, and it's just, he's getting some face cheers and then he does that and everyone chants asshole at him. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Me too. I really like that Sexy tosses him into the corner and then like just jumps on top of him and starts like trampling him. It's great. Yeah, I think that's a cool spot for her. Mm-hmm. It, it works. Um, Pentagon Jr. hits Angel's Wings uh, to Sexy Star, which is like a lifting sit-out pedigree uh, that Chris Daniels uses. Uh, there's a head scissors into just a fucking sick DDT. I really like that. 
Uh, Sexy Star hits a Tope Konhilo through the second rope. That was so which, cool. Which, to me, is, like, really impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a spot that I think Mike Quackenbush, who runs Chikara, oh. uh, he tried, to, I feel like he tried to do that, and um, his feet caught the top rope, and he got a concussion, and he was never really the same. Uh, yeah. So I saw that spot, and it made me just go kind of like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. That, um, that's got to be a harder one to do than the regular. Yeah. I mean, you have to have more height on the regular, but but knowing when to, like, tuck your feet so they don't get hit is really impressive. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Uh, there's a powerbomb lung blower, and then a kick out, and then another powerbomb lung blower. Jesus. Oh, fuck. Those Jesus Christ. Like, I thought that was nuts. Uh, Sexy Star comes back and hits a head scissor into a backstabber. I thought that was a fucking Dude, cool spot. That was I don't think sick. I've ever seen a head scissors into, no. a, into a backstabber, and ever. I thought that was awesome. Uh, I love that Sexy Star goes in there and gets it done without no dudes, no nothing, no mm-hmm. bullshit. It's Sexy Star. She's like the best. Yeah, I love her so much. Her and Ivalice are like mm-hmm. queens. They're I think great. They're, they're they're absolutely fucking amazing. You have any more notes from this match? I just I appreciated that it was a straight up wrestling match. Yep. I mean, kind of in the in the vein of what you were just saying that there wasn't any interference, no yep. chairs, no tables, no mm-hmm. whatever. Straight up wrestling match. Yep. And she and she got the pin on him. I like they kept cutting to the ring announcer who had mm-hmm. been attacked by Pentagon Junior and, and all that stuff, and it was like, oh, she's rooting for Sexy Star because it means something, and it's like I don't know, I like that because you know why? Girl power. Again, this podcast sponsored by Spice World. Check it out. Spice up your life. Uh, next we have a Johnny Mundo Alberto uh, El Patron promo. I like it. It's like really tense. Yeah. It was like very terse and very kind of like uncomfortable. Uh, we actually had an email from Ed B. He says, during the backstage segment between Mundo and El Patron, I forgot for a split second that these are wrestlers and this was a wrestling show. Mm-hmm. Part of it was the camera work, but part of it was how good El Patron is at acting. He, I thought his acting here was really, really was good. very good. But like... The camera work and everything, mm-hmm. it's like watching a movie. It is. And it's so much fun. Mm-hmm. It's just, It totally takes you out of the element that you're used to and puts you into like, oh yeah, this is kind of how we do things here. I like, like it a oh, lot. That's fucking cool. Mm-hmm. I really like that. It makes it so much more engaging to watch. Yep. Uh, Brian, we, yes. have a, uh, we have an announcement next week. Uh, Drago will take on Prince Puma for a title versus career match. Damn. Hey, right? Damn. If Drago loses... He's out. He's out. Fuck. I don't... I don't want to see Drago go. Me neither. I like him a lot. Drago stay. But Brian... Jesus Christ. What about Dick Togo? Dick's, dick to well, stay? Well, I want my dicks to, to for here. Nail, nailed it. Fuck. Nailed it all over the place. I, hey, guys, go ahead and tweet at Brian. Let him know. He nailed it. Nailed it. Just hashtag nailed it. Hashtag nailed it. Tweet at Brian. Let him know. Uh, Brian, our main event. Uh, Akari Warriors versus Fatal Fury Team versus uh, American Sports Team in a triple threat elimination tag match. That, my first note, makes no fucking sense. <laughs> I don't, they're just like, there's three people in the ring, there's four people in the ring, there's four people in the ring, there's three people in the ring, there's, oh, there's four people in the ring, there's two people in the ring. What's happening? It's what awesome. the fuck is going on? I fucking love it. It was, holy shit, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but god damn it, what a match. Jesus. Um, uh, off the start, it starts breaking down and everything. There's a uh, shut up dog outside, better than Brian's cats. Uh, there's a uh, like a like a wheelbarrow into a code breaker by uh, Cuerno and Tejano Jr., which I really liked. Yeah. And then there's a uh, almost like overhead toss or like 3D like flapjack yeah. into a lifting knee. Dude. From Cuerno? That I was thought that was dope. fucking sick. Uh, again, my note here, what is going on? <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, Mac hits a Tope Conhilo and then Ivelisse dives uh, onto Rick on the outside. I think so, yeah. Uh, this is where she breaks her ankle. Yep. I don't know if people know that. Watching I... this, uh, she legitimately broke her ankle. She wasn't selling. Hey, yeah. she broke her ankle and then wrestled the rest of this match, which is so long but at no point do you feel like this match is too long. Nope. This match was incredible. Yeah. Last week we were saying, oh, wow, this is the show that you got to watch. Like it, it was uh, Puma and Cage. Yeah. For the title. Yeah. You got to watch this. This is fucking incredible. This is what's going to sell you. This trio's tag, like, finals match is what, what this, everything. From, from the beginning of this match till the end of the show. This is what you show people to go. Here's wrestling. This yeah. is what this is what you should be watching. And we have fans who tweet at us and go, "Oh yeah, I should probably start watching that." Hey, you know what? You're not allowed. 
Yeah. Brian said, watch it. Look, tweeted, hey, you know what? You guys got to watch it. Do yourselves a favor. You know what? You're not allowed to watch it anymore. Yeah. You, sorry. You missed you, your shot. You missed it. You, I'm sure, I'm sure that they would welcome you watching it. We're saying you're not allowed. If you missed the boat for this long after us talking about it for this long and, and singing its praises mm-hmm. this fucking hard, you're not allowed to watch. Yeah. Don't watch it. You're, you can't, you don't deserve it. Honestly. Nope. Honestly, you don't deserve it. Not welcome. It's, it's so much, it's so much better than you're treating it that you're not allowed to watch it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. So fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. You, but yeah. You dumbass geek. Yeah. As Garrett would say, fuck the fans. <laughs> uh, Big Rick versus Cage is fucking, I I really like this oh, spot. God. The, this is just two meaty dudes beating the shit out of each other. Hey, it's hot, Brian. What do you want? <laughs> Don't giggle at that. Uh, Cage hits a moonsault to the outside from the top rope. What the fuck? Who knew? You don't, you don't have to do this. Who knew? I, like, he, this is this is like PWG shit. And I thought oh, yeah. it was so great. Uh, super, super cool. Uh, Tejano gets tossed into uh, Davari, or Sheikh Abdul Bashir, as he was known in TNA. Uh, Davari attacks and just starts tossing him into chairs and shit and, like, stands up and takes off his shirt and s- sets down his Samsung Edge and just fucking goes to work. I thought that was so fucking cool. It was. Dude was ripped. I really want to see him in Lucha Underground. It'll be really fun. I really want to see more Lucha Underground. Please don't stop the show. Please don't. I, I want to see more. I want to see so much more. Uh, Killshot hits a double stomp on Tejano Jr. after he gets tossed into all the chairs and then tossed back into the ring. Um, so Tejano eliminates his team. He gets pinned. One, two, three. Yeah. The heels team. It's gone. They're out. They're donezo. They're donezo. Uh, I don't know. Wow. Like, uh, they Vampiro and Matt Stryker kept going, I thought these guys were like the favorites. Yeah. What I really liked is that Cuerno and Cage both got on the apron, like, mm-hmm. oh, we should help this guy up. And then they just went, ah, fuck this guy. Yeah. And they left. Because that's as far as their, like, team agreement went. Went, yeah. That was it. Yeah, it was that. Uh... They, they was put together by Cueto, and that was it. That was it. So now we have two teams. Ivelisse, again, has broken her ankle. Uh, and Helico is just getting killed left and right and left and right and left and right, and he's just destroyed. Uh, he hits a kill shot, hits a backdrop backbreaker. He lifts him up for a backbreaker, tosses him in the air, and hits him with uh, two knees to the back. Oh, fuck. Awesome, right? It's so cool. Ivelisse, with a broken ankle, dives. From gets the top rope. Gets caught, and then Havoc comes in, and uh, Havoc hits a reverse Rana on kill shot. And then dives to the outside to save Ivelisse. And then Angelico hits Fall of Angels. Oh, man, the Fatal Fury team is one. Yes. Me and, me and Brian had to argue about what team they were. Mm-hmm. And Brian said that they weren't uh, they weren't the Fatal Fury team that I said they were. And he's wrong. Yeah. Well, I thought that uh, Angelico was more like Terry. No, he's not. He's Joe. He's Joe. He's Joe, 100%. And I, and I can definitely see that. Yeah. Um, because that, I was thinking the Son of Havoc was like Andy. No. he's. See, I can understand it. I get it. But I, he's quiet. He's Terry. I think he's Terry. And then, but I, you know what? Hey, maybe he, maybe he is Andy. I yeah. can see that. Evilise, Blue Mary, definitely. Yeah. There yeah. you go. So there you go. Basdita, Anton. Nobody gets that. Nope. Hey, shouts out to anyone who played those on uh, Neo Geo like consoles and stuff. Shouts out Rodrigo. What's? <laughs> he's not listening to this. Uh, Fatal Fury team wins. Holy shit! What a great match. Uh, Dario Cueto comes out. He says he can't believe it, and then uh, says, "Oh wow, you guys won the titles." Oh, I'm just kidding. You guys have not won the titles. We, there's one more team. How the fuck could this match get better? Now you have the team of underdogs uh-huh. who have won the titles. Yep. They have a title defense right now, essentially. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. they come out and they have a title defense right away. I thought this was really cool. It was so, great. So now it's a no DQ match and it's the little like pitbull team of the crew yeah. that Cueto enters. And I decided that the crew is the rival team from the early KOFs. From like 95 or yeah. 96. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Iori. E.G. and Billy Kane, because they all work for geese. Mm-hmm. Geese is evil. Cueto is geese, in case you didn't understand. In case you don't uh, play Fatal Fury or King of Fighters and you go, I don't, what are they talking about every fucking week? Sorry. Nope, um, I'm not. Fuck you. I can't believe that this match is going on, 
and then a mugging occurs. Oh, they, this, the team, the team of Angelico, Evilise, and Son of Havoc just get beat up for so they, long. They just get fucked up with Singapore canes mm-hmm. and just tossed around the entire temple, up the e- steps. Evilise gets tossed into the ring, and Havoc saves her from a caning, and then just gets beat down oh, everywhere. Uh, he gets, uh, Mr. Cisco goes for a, a suplex over the railing, to Havoc. It's kind of a blown spot. They save it, and then Havoc dives with a moonsault off the railing Jesus. onto Cisco. I thought that was really cool. Bodies are laying everywhere. It's, God, really fucking awesome. Now Ivalice is all alone in the ring. Havoc can't make it to the ring, and Helico, who's been fought all the way to the top, is on top of, like, Dario Cueto's office. office yeah. He's been backdropped onto it over the railing. He's all fucked. Right before this big spot happens, they show in Helico and they go, he's too far away to do anything and Havoc's beat down and what's going to happen to Ivalice? And <laughs> and then, like an angel from the heavens, I don't even know how the fuck it was so pinpoint perfect, and Helico flies off the top of this roof onto two of the members of the crew. I, it was fucking astonishing spot of the year. I can't believe it fucking happened. I've never... I've watched so much wrestling in my entire life and i've never seen a move like that ever he flew out of the fucking sky landed perfectly then ivalice gets the cane beats the shit out of the crew and then you get a stereo double stomp and uh shooting star press and the fatal fury team wins that's like how did they do this how did they make this match? How was it this good? It's so good. Uh, like it the, was so good. The call, the calling in this entire match, the call team was so fucking good. The entire match. When a helico hits that big dive, if you watch, if you go back and rewind it, which you will, if you watch the spot, because I did. Watch Vampiro throw his headset off and run across like the audience, and then run back to his commentary spot. Because he can't fucking believe what he's just seen. I couldn't believe what I had just seen. It's so endearing. Vampiro has really grown on me. Yeah. Because I used to not like him. Yeah. I honestly didn't never really liked him as a wrestler. Um, but fuck, I love him on Lucha Underground now. Yeah. Him and Matt Stryker have grown on me as a t- as like a tandem of like like call team guys. I love them. They they work so well off each other, and and the way they called this match was so fucking good. It puts you in there at the end of the match, right before they hit the the tandem move, like. Matt Stryker calls that this team that's been dysfunctional for months finally working together. Like, what a great bookend to put yep. these trios champions as a mismatch team who didn't want anything to do with each other before this, mm-hmm. now working together and are the first ever trios champions yep. in Lucha Underground, which includes a woman, yep. which I think is cool that it wasn't a, oh, the first ever woman. Yeah, no, it, it wasn't it was that. Just, it was, she had something to prove. She came out and she proved it. She fucking killed it. She and, killed it just like any of the other guys in that yep, match. I, I loved it. I thought it was really cool. I love Lucha Underground. Like, I can't sing its prices enough. I hope it comes back for a second season. We love it. We love it. We love it. We love it. Lucha Underground, please return. Please. There you go. Uh, this week, we get... Um, so Drago mm-hmm. against Prince Puma, mm-hmm. but also we get Phoenix against Killshot. Oh, that's going to be good. That's going to be fucking sick. I, re- I really, Killshot's somebody I see a lot of potential in. Yep. Brian, NXT. Let's do it. Balor against Taito. Uh, Balor gets his shit in, and then he hits a coup de gras. Notes? Shouldn't watch uh, Lucha Underground before I watch NXT. Nope! Feel the same way. Tyler Breeze cuts a promo. He talks trash on Balor. This is post-match. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then essentially he challenges him yeah. to a match. And uh, okay. I want to see that. Yeah, that'd be cool. good. Dana Brooke cuts a promo. Uh, there's no playing on the playground. Why? This is her playground and playtime's over. But I want to play. Well, Brian? Go on the monkey bar. She can't, No, because what? she has a lot of different poses to hit in order to get down to the ring. And you, she can't be playing there like a goofus. But- you gotta be out in the crowd watching it like a gallant. But I didn't want to go on the tire swing. No, Brian, no more playing on the playground. Dana Brooks is no more playing on the playground in her fucking Coupon Susie accent talking about how you're not allowed to come play on the playground. You can't go down the slide? Coupon Susie. Fuck. Uh, right after this promo, Kevin Owens cuts a promo, and it's so fucking pitch perfect, I can't, <laughs> I can't believe it. He's the best part of, it, of NXT. We actually got an email from Grant J. Hey, Go Home Show. Does anyone cut a better promo than Kevin Owens? His promo on yesterday's NXT was excellent. 
He treated his match with Alex Riley like it was a waste of time, said everything so matter-of-fact, and generally just made the whole thing seem organic. He doesn't work as a heel for me because I love his promo so damn much, but I can't help but side with him in this case. I can't stand Alex Riley anymore. What? Dude, don't tell us. Say that to his face. Say to his face so he can rage. I gave Riley a chance, but he always looks like he's on the verge of a bitch fit. (laughs) So naturally, (laughs) I'm glad Owens is officially moving back to his feud with Zayn. The next match will be a classic, no doubt. And Mm -hmm. finally, he'll be going against a legitimate face so he can go back to being heel. Thank you, Grant. Thanks. I agree. I thought this this promo was great. Yeah. Uh, On to the match of the night. Bailey against Becky Lynch against Charlotte. Everyone gets spots. Everyone. Mm -hmm. I really, really like this match. Um, This is what I was saying NXT was missing last week and the week before or whatever. And and you were 100% right. The Divas are the thing that I tune into NXT for. Absolutely. That's so funny. And they just posted something. I think Triple H posted or retweeted a uh, Vice article about Sarah Del Rey. Oh really? I oh, I have it. to see that. Some somebody did at least, and it was a, it was about how she's revolutionizing the women's division. In- she's like she was like the best women's wrestler in North America. She went to Japan and dominated. She's in the U.S. and dominated. Mm-hmm. She didn't want to wrestle anymore. She decided like, she's a trainer in NXT, and she is one of the big reasons why women's wrestling is coming back in the WWE. And I hope it gets a chance. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, check out Shimmer. It's women's wrestling. Also, uh, Vice. Their Vice Japan mm-hmm. retweeted this uh, video from a couple years ago um, from Ice Ribbon Wrestling, and it's a, a 12-year-old girl who's like, oh, yeah, I, I like signed up to do wrestling. Like, some other some other girls do it, too, and, like, huh. kind of showing, like, her day-to-day and, like, her mom was a big fan and everything. Uh, I really, really like it a yeah. lot. So definitely check out. It's a it's a short YouTube video. If you go back in our timeline, you can check it out, but it's from Vice Japan. It's about Ice, women, uh, Ice Ribbon, women's wrestling. Uh, Joshi wrestling in Japan. Shimmer is what cheerleader hoot runs, right? Yeah, uh, she's part of it. Does she book? I don't know. If she I don't books know if it. she books it, but I think she's like. I, I think she does something with like the talent, right? She's a board member. Or she, like, it's something, something bigger like that. Like, that. Like, yep. like a, a higher up level. Yep. So Shouts out cheerleader hoot. I love uh, cheerleader Melissa. She's been around forever. Yep. I've I've known that name since like CM Punk was on the Indies. Like yeah. I, I was just somebody that I paid attention to her and like Allison Danger. Oh know, yeah. yeah, years and years and oh, years I and years those ago. Names. Uh, Becky Lynch works over the knee of Bailey. Uh, Bailey hits a drop toehold to roll through and, and, like, punches. I really like that. And then uh, I thought this was a really cool spot. Uh, Becky Lynch locks in kind of a modified Muda lock, mm-hmm. uh, which is the Emma lock, if yeah. people don't know. It's it's the, uh, like, bow and arrow lock with the back oh, yeah. uh, the back bridge. But she doesn't lock in the back bridge. She just locks in, like, the like the leg like the leg lock part of it. Yeah. And then she gets hit with natural selection. That was so fucking I cool. Thought, I thought that was a cool, like, a really, really cool spot. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, pel- a power bomb elbow tower of doom type spot, like a back elbow. Yeah. I think, uh, Charlotte lifts Becky into a power bomb and then Bailey launches off with a back elbow. What, is that right? Was it a back elbow or a spear? I thought it was an elbow. Okay. I don't Cause, Cause I thought it was like a spear from the top rope that dove through her and then Charlotte power bomb. No, I think it was a, I think it's Bailey's diving elbow. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think it was that. Bailey hits an exploder and then hits a Bailey to belly. Uh, I really like those spots. I love mm-hmm. suplexes. What do I know? Me too. Uh, Charlotte locks in a figure four and then locks in the better version, figure the figure eight. eight. Um, Come up with a better name. Right when she did that, an epiphany happened. She needs to be called up. She has nothing else to do here. She does. She is wa- you're, you're wasting time and talent with I- her being down in NXT. And I'm not saying like... Oh, you have to call her up, and she's got to win the championship and all this stuff. She she has nothing else to do here. She's a waste of talent in her current spot Absolutely in NXT. Agree. Absolutely when she, agree. When she locked this in, this I saw it, and I've seen it before or whatever, but in this match, it just seemed like she's above this. And I, I agree. The notes that I had for the majority of this match mm-hmm. were actually all about how good mm-hmm. and how much I enjoy Charlotte yep. in ring. Yes. She has the presence. She has the ring awareness. She mm-hmm. has the body control. She Agreed. has everything that you want. She has all the tools. She doesn't need developmental anymore. Yeah. She's only going to be there to help people get over. So maybe, you know, this was the last match to help her, you know, push the, the next big diva. But, like... What, I mean, she's not. She doesn't need to be women's champion again. No, I I agree. It, it, it's a waste of of talent to keep her down here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying you need to bring her in and she needs to have like this big no. high profile thing or whatever. But she should be on the main roster. Uh, she should be in a spot that is like women's wrestling centric. Mm-hmm. Let her go. 
Why Please. I mean, you have Paige gone right now, so you yep. have the void of one of the other women's wrestlers. Yep. Naomi's coming out and doing amazing stuff in the ring. I don't get the women's division in WWE. There's, like, no heels and faces. It's... At yeah. all. It's, it's confusing, and it makes it hard for me to be invested. It's not that hard... There's a good guy and a bad guy. You want to root for the good guy and hate the bad guy. It's all fucking screwy scrambled right now because none of your good guys have any personality, and all of your bad guys are, I guess, really getting cheered. I don't know. It's it, but then the women's division there are none of either. Yeah, I, it, I hate if you can tell us what the Bellas are. Tweet at us at Go Home Show on Twitter. The Bellas are what? Hey, what's Alicia Fox? Not there. What? What? Yeah. What's Naomi? Naomi's a heel, right? Yeah. Is she? I don't know because she's facing the Bellas, who were just literally a heel. But then Brie cut. Sorry, we're we're jumping ahead into Raw. Brie cuts a promo about like an emotional promo about like Daniel Bryan. So exactly. which, is, which is the first time they've mentioned them being married in, I don't know how many months. Two or three months. Since Survivor Series. Survivor Series is in fucking November and it's May right now. Was it Survivor? Okay, shit. Holy. So, I don't know. Yeah, I guess two or three months. Damn. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, Charlotte locks in a figure eight. Then Becky Lynch comes in and pins Bailey. One, two, three. Really cool finish. Everyone looks strong. Yes. Wow. When you don't have 50-50 booking and, and you have a, a crazy finish like that, everyone looks good. It's it's weird. Bailey doesn't look weak for losing here. No. At all. No, she lost to two former women's champion. Yep. And a, a, a woman who just got the upper hand because she yep. was in the right exactly. place. Exactly. At the right time. O- opportunistic pin. And that's it. Whatever. There you go. Uh, CJ Parker against Hideo to- uh, Atami. Uh, Hideo Itami kicks off his head and then hits a single leg kick. I don't know. Any notes on this match? I I see all the potential that CJ Parker had, mm-hmm. and I get so upset, and I'm happy that he he took it on himself to leave. Yep. It sucks that he got to that point. Yep. Because, holy shit, he is the perfect in-ring heel. Like, what more do you want? But I guess good talent is not hard to find. Yep. I don't know. I don't know. It's I like dumb. I like CJ Parker and wish him all the best on the indies because I think he could do some really great stuff. Yeah, he's been booked in a few matches. Yeah, he has been. It's, uh, CZW, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, in best of the best. Uh, we get a Becky and Sasha Banks promo where Sasha comes in and says, like, I made you. And then Becky says, no way. The title looks disgusting on your waist. And then Sasha, pitch perfectly, disgusting? Disgusting? <laughs> Sasha Banks is the best. <laughs> We love you so much, producer Sasha Banks. Oh, my God. Sasha, turn up the volume on this part just a little bit. We love you. We now love go you. ahead and turn it back down. Thank you. Good job, Sasha. Thank you, Sasha. Thank you for producing. Uh, Rhino against... Belly to belly and Agor. Notes? Uh, why Why does Rhino... Brian, it's the here? place to be. It's the number one independent wrestling mm-hmm. developmental farm WWE yeah. Just keep branch. thinking about what you said two weeks ago. That, good. I hope people keep thinking about how uh, you need to be more critical about the things that are happening like that because... Uh, I, I just I just want to point this out. Like, we're going into the last match with, uh, with the main event coming up yep. after this. Mm-hmm. This was one, two, three, four... Five, five matches yep. in one hour. Yep. Lucha Underground had two. two. Three. 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 Two. Two. Yeah. So, so I don't know. It's it's overbooked and I don't know what this did for Rhino. We already know how good Rhino is. Mm-hmm. I've I watched Rhino for years. I already know how good he is. Everyone already knows how good he is. He's Rhino. He's Rhino. He's the man beast. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, Blake and Murphy sing to Carmella and then Enzo and Cass interrupt. Carmella, what's up? Yo, that's it. Hey, why, why are you wearing that Fugazi jewelry? No, Carmelo, what's up? How you? What's up? How you doing? Uh, Riley and Owens main event. Uh, uh, Riley goes headfirst into a ramp. Uh, ouch. <laughs> uh, Owens' style of wrestling is so straightforward. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's almost brawling. But he just like he he tosses you around and then jumps on you and then kicks you and then jumps on you. He's just gonna beat your ass. That that's all it, it and it feels that way. Yeah. He has like the size. He just looks like a little like a little wrecking ball. Yep. He's what Bull Dempsey isn't. He. Uh, what what made me think of that straightforward style is when he caught Alex Riley's leg on like that kick. Mm-hmm. You know, usually it's like the spin or a clothesline. He just kicked his hamstring. Yeah. It was just. Yep. Oh f- oh cool. It was I great. like that. Uh, Riley hits the neck breaker and then goes to the top rope, but's knocked off and he gets hit by a cannonball. He gets popped up, power bombed. Kevin Owens goes for a post match beatdown. 
Sami Zayn and all the Zaniacs were all in the band. Whoa. He comes down and he saves Alex Riley. Olay. He saves him to his face. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Um, so now we're going to get Zayn and... Um, we're going to get Zane and Owens. Yes, and I just want to point out my favorite part of the match was when uh, Kevin Owens put Riley to rest and just didn't walk over him, mm-hmm. stepped on him so hard mm-hmm. and walked over him. Yep. Like putting out a fucking cigarette. Yep. I like it. Fuck, that was so... I saw that and I was like, I'm like, you're fucking cool. Yep. You're so cool. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. A note here. Mm-hmm. Me and Brian watched Lucha Underground twice, and then kept saying, "Oh, there's a fucking WWE pay per view this weekend." <laughs> Whoops. Chicago Street Fight: Dean Ambrose and Luke Harper. It's Extreme Rules, and this rules is extreme. It's street fight. Street. It's extreme. It's extreme. Rules. Extreme. Extreme fight. Extreme rules. It's Chicago. Uh, I, did you have any notes on this match in like the first part of this match? They beat each other up. Tornado DDT off the top rope was cool. Yeah. I, I didn't really have a lot to say. I just didn't know what the fuck happened when they got they, in a car and that drove made away. Me, that made me go, oh, is it over? No. Oh, they're going to drive away? Okay. The, I feel like nobody knew what was going on. There's no count outs. There's no... This, I, I mean, they just go. They So they left. Hey, they just go, so they went. All right. Yep. Uh, Triple H tells Kane there's a promo. Triple H tells Kane to go find Ambrose and Harper, and then Seth Rollins comes in, and uh, uh, Triple H tells them to get on the same page because uh, uh, Kane is the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy tonight or whatever the fuck. I, any notes from this? I I just wrote that this is definitely a ruse. <laughs> no, eh. the fans chart chanting boring. Well, it was. They were chanting CM Punk uh, during the. Uh, during the announcer part in the last part, so whatever. Cool. Um, kiss my arse match. I guess we can't say ass, but arse works. Dolph Ziggler and Sheamus. Don't want to see this stipulation at all. Mm-hmm. But JoJo. Yeah. It's JoJo and Eden. I like that. Call it, calling this. So does that mean JoJo's been calling SmackDown? I don't know. I don't watch that. Somebody email us. Tell us if... Go uh, home show at Mega64.com. Let us know if uh, JoJo is calling uh, SmackDown. I like JoJo. Yeah. She needs to bring it down a little bit, but I like she, her a lot. She is a little bigger than her voice allows, mm-hmm. so that that's it, and I feel that. I know. Eden is amazing. I think Eden's perfect. I think she's pitch perfect on all her calls. Absolutely. She's she's straight. Like, she's straight on all of her calls, mm-hmm. and, and she doesn't put too much emphasis where it doesn't need to be. Nope. That's it. I like that a lot. Yep. Um, did you have any notes in this match, really? I thought it was good. It was a back and forth, but it really felt like Raw. Most of this pay-per-view felt like Raw. Mm-hmm. It, it actually the the note that I got uh, mm-hmm. from this overall, mm-hmm. um, and I was trying to find a good place to fit it in, is that this this pay per view felt a lot like a really good Raw during the Attitude Era. Yeah, it felt it felt like a decent Raw from the Attitude Era. Yeah, uh, it had like stipulation matches and weird stuff, and it was like a kiss my ass match, and then there's guys that are bra- like brawling around the arena and yeah. like to the outside, and the camera has to follow people around. Yeah, it kind of really did feel like that. I think that's a really good note. Mm-hmm. Um, the end of this match comes where Sheamus lifts uh, Ziggler into a uh, suplex and then Ziggler reverses and uh, one, two, three and a small cradle. Here's my problem. Mm-hmm. And me and Brian have had a lot of discussions about this because we watched Sheamus uh, in King of the Ring tonight, to last night? Last night. Last night, sorry. Sorry. Um, Sheamus is a guy who needs to be like running through people and he's losing. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't get it. And I don't get it. And then he looks, like, scared. I don't know. And then, so he's going to kiss a... a, Here's my problem. A man lip doesn't touch a man butt. Yeah. A man, like... So this Sheamus was broken. Yeah. Sheamus is going to kiss a man butt, and the crowd chants pucker up, and Ziggler uh, unties his trunks and then shows his butt, and the girls go, ah! And then... uh, Watch the women in the front row trying to take pictures. They can't get enough of a man butt. Yeah. And so Seamus comes in and gets on his knees and he's going to kiss a man butt, but then he can't do it. And he runs away and then he comes back to do it. And then the whole time I'm watching this, I'm going, just give him the low blow and let's get on with it. So Seamus gives him the low blow and we get on with it. Um, uh, Seamus makes a makes a man face, kick a, kiss a man butt, 
but a man butt is not actually kissed by a man lip, so I Ooh. feel robbed. Listen, I'm a number one professional wrestling fan with, with a number one podcast who wants to see a man lip touch a man butt. That's all I came here That's for. all I came here for. The only reason I'm watching any of this garbage is to see a man butt get kissed. That's all I'm asking for. That's it, and is it really that much? Vincent McMahon? Vincent, can Vincent McMahon, McMahon, can I see a man butt get kissed, please? Thank you. Come on. Gosh. I'm sure the shareholders Vince, wouldn't mind it. we know you're listening to this. <laughs> Have a man butt get kissed by a man lips. I don't get it. What are we doing here? I've seen the lady lips kiss the lady lips. Yeah, we want to see a butt get kissed by a man lips. Listen, if there's anyone in the WWE that understands the importance of a man kissing, kissing a butt, a, a, like a butt. man butt, yeah, Vince McMahon knows. He would, he would know. Kiss my butt, Vince McMahon man butt. Kiss and match club for men. Kiss it. Please. WWE Tag Team Title Match, New Day versus Cesaro and Kid. Match of the night. Oh, absolutely. Would you, would you... Absolutely. Okay, just making sure. Uh, Tyson Kid starts kicking to New Day Sucks. Oh, no, wait, that's on Raw. Yeah. Uh, that was incredible. Yes, it was. Uh, that was so much fun. Really like this. The crowd hates the New Day, which is great. Uh, Kofi and Big E do the thing where they keep tagging in and out and going like the circle. Mm-hmm. And, like, I like that. Words. I think that's good. It's Yeah, they did it as faces, and they shouldn't. It's a heel move. Yeah. That's it. Um, uh, Kid hits, uh, tags in Cesaro, super, superplexes uh, Kofi in from the apron, and then Kid uh, hits a springboard elbow for the two, which is really cool. I can't get enough of that shit. I think they look so good. Uh, Kofi blocks a sharpshooter, and then Big, Big E comes in and, and just knocks out Kid uh, from the floor to the apron. Uh, the end of this match comes where uh, Cesaro goes for a pin, but Woods causes an apron distraction. Natalia comes in. And she gives Woods a slap on the face. She says, no way, Jose. Boom. Oh, boom. And then Kid takes him out. And then uh, Biggie gets involved. And Cesaro takes him out. And then New Day ends up stealing a win. What? And getting the gold. No. This is, again, like, apparently Cesaro and Kid are faces. Okay. All of a sudden. The, the crowd wants to, to cheer for him anyway. The crowd's been wanting to cheer for Cesaro for so goddamn long. For a year. At least, at least they've been fucking, at least they're going to goddamn let him now. Um, it, This is just booking of, like, what's hot right now? Well, these guys. All right, get them the titles. It, and it really flies in the face. I The CM Punk documentary, I don't want to bring up a lot of CM Punk stuff or whatever because I know it has like a sour taste in a lot of people's mouth, which is fucking stupid to begin with. Oh, yeah. Um, in the in the documentary, there's an interview with Triple H who, says, who talks about CM Punk's World Heavyweight Championship run. Mm-hmm. And I always think about this whenever they book title matches like this or and they have like a new team win like this. In, in the documentary, Triple H says, oh, you know, I don't want to jerk back the curtain too much or whatever, but, you know, I, I'm I'm a guy who thinks, you know, it, you, uh, the title doesn't make the man. The man makes the title. Right. The uh, the opposite could not be said enough about the uh, title situation in the WWE. Thoughts? Uh, I would say that that's definitely true uh-huh. for every title, mm-hmm. but the World Heavyweight title. Uh, see, I think that... You, I guess it doesn't necessarily apply to like right now. Right now, right I feel, now, I feel like all the titles work except the tag titles, which just get hot shotted to whoever. Right. They've never been a title that's mattered. Yeah. Well, I feel like I feel they, like... they were in the two thousands. I'm saying never in recent history. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 I think. The U.S. title is trying to get some new ground. And I, I, like I, like, I like it, and we'll, we'll talk about that shortly. And and so in this case, the man is making the title because you have a main adventure doing the mid-card, uh-huh. which is great, mm-hmm. and I like that, and I like that he's down there because this is this is exactly taking away the biggest criticism we always have yep. about John Cena. Yep. Uh, his matches still matter because it's John Cena, but he's not in the main event picture. Yep. That's fine. It's not about the biggest title in the game. It's about a title that's normally in the lower mid-card. Mm-hmm. The IC title, hey, can we stop giving Daniel Bryan gold? He's just, so, every time we give him gold, he gets hurt. The next time he gets a title, he's going to die. Yeah, I know. Fuck. So, just like, hey, I'm fine with Daniel, and this is this is exactly your point, and this mm-hmm. is why I bring this up. I'm fine with Daniel Bryan wrestling solid matches and never holding another title. Yep. Because he's never not going to have that praise. Yep. I just think that the tag team titles get hot-shotted to whoever's hot right now. Hey, who's getting some momentum? Give him the titles. Why? 
Give him the fucking give him the fucking titles. What are you doing? What but, are you asking? What are you backstage asking why for? Fuck you. What I'm hoping for because the uh, the tone of booking has seemed to change a little bit, or at least I'm just being over overly... the, the the last week. They've already started booking a pay per view that's only like three mm-hmm. weeks away or four weeks away or whatever. Yeah, I think it's only three weeks away. And uh, cool. It feels like Raw from '98. Mm-hmm. It like mid card matters. People are interfering in matches. People are cutting promos and getting mic time. And we'll talk about that when we get to Raw. And I don't, I don't want to be overly optimistic, but it seems like now with things like this, like this whole thing with Tyson Kidd and and, and New Day, it's been going on for like a week or two. Yeah, you know they they cheated to get into the main event or into the title match. Uh huh. Okay. That and then and then there was some more stuff on Raw. Like all right, so there's a little bit of heat, a little bit of tension. I'd love to see these two back and forth for the title. Yep, for a while. Yeah. Yep. But I whatever. Guess. We'll we'll see. Yeah. Uh, backstage, New Day is celebrating. Uh, there, the champs. Uh, then a black SUV pulls up, and then everyone fights. <laughs> Ambrose and Harper are back, and they just beat the shit out of each other until they get back out to the ring, where they fill the ring with chairs. Dean Ambrose explodes out of the chairs like like a fucking humpback whale coming out of the ocean. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. He's like terrifying. Seven ton orca. He he throws Harper onto the chairs and hits dirty deeds on top of the chairs, and Ambrose wins in fifty two minutes and seventeen seconds. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. Uh, Good. Russian chain match. I don't even necessarily want to talk about this. I don't think it's a great match. I don't nope. think it's a bad match. Nope. I think it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of the same. Uh, I don't like chain matches. Or this chain match could have been. No DQ, but, like, you don't have to touch all four corners. That's like a rope match or, like, a bull strap match or something. They, they should have done, um, they should have just done a chain match. Where like, it's, like, no DQ and you have to beat the shit out of the other guy. With a chain. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, like, a, like a chain on a pole match. Like I, don't, I, don't get, I don't get the four corners. It just didn't, it didn't, it didn't lend itself to, I felt like it didn't lend itself to this match when I just wanted to see two guys beat the shit out of each other. It, it's, it's, it's 50-50 booking. All over again. Nobody gets pinned. Nobody taps yep. out. Yep. Nobody whatever. Yep. It's John Cena wins by touching four corners. Mm-hmm. He doesn't pin Rusev. Rusev yep. didn't tap out. Mm-hmm. It's just, okay, well, this carries us into payback. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, real, real quick on, on our last topic, the tag titles. Mm-hmm. I want to get to this email from Jimmy S., so I understand wanting the faces, Cesaro and Kid are randomly faces now, to be chasing the heels. But I have a strong suspicion that it will be Cesaro, Kid versus New Day on Raw. It did not turn out to be that way. And then a program with Lucha Dragons and New Day will start, leaving Kid Sara hmm, without any story at all. Agree? Or am I off base here? I'm just worried they will lose the small momentum they had. Uh, I agree with you. I think that they'll have a rubber match at the next pay-per-view. Kid and Cesaro will lose. They'll get to the back of the line. Lucha Dragons will probably come up a little bit, a little and, bit and, yeah. and we'll see how that feud goes. I have a feeling they're next in line. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Kid and Cesaro will probably break up, which really bums me out because I think they're a great tag team. That's I it. Agree. Um, so Cena wins this match by touching all four corners after Rusev sends Lana to the back. Kind of like a Sable Mark Marrow thing going on here, yeah. I guess. Kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> John Cena touch it, goes to touch the fourth corner, salutes, and then touches it, and it's like the match didn't even fucking happen. No. He just goes, yay, salute, rub a do. We done. He didn't even like sell it. Like he got the shit kicked out of him. It was just I watched the match and went, yeah, I don't. Okay. It it just rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. And and now let's talk about this briefly. Um, at payback, the next pay per view, it's Rusev against Cena. It's a an I quit match because after this match, Rusev sends Lana into the authority office to go talk to him. Ooh, Ooh. what's it gonna be? He gets another rematch. Great. It's an I quit match. For a year. For 360 plus days. Yeah. Rusev, undefeated. Mm-hmm. Unstoppable. Mm-hmm. A monster. No one can touch him. In three months, <laughs> in three months, he will have lost to John Cena at WrestleMania. Uh-huh. He will have lost to John Cena at Extreme Rules in a chain match. Yep. He will say, I quit to John Cena. Absolutely. Or... Lana will say I quit instead of him, instead of him, but at that point, who gives a fuck? And then she'll get fired. All of this momentum that Rusev has had over a year has been tossed out the window for John Cena. It's for the U.S. title. Let it let it really sink in. For John Cena, 
fuck. Because that, that, that bums me out so much. It, and if you're sitting there listening to this podcast right now, and at first I, I was probably the exact same boat as you going, no, no, John Cena's not, no, no, John Cena's going to win. They made a shirt. Yep. They're not only going to have that shirt be relevant for two and a half months. Yep. Just think about John that. John Cena doesn't say I quit. Hey, guys, that's his whole fucking gimmick. His entire goddamn gimmick never give up. is that he never gives up. The only time he's ever tapped out is against Kurt Angle. Ah! Wow. That's crazy. Roman Reigns interview backstage with Renee Young. He's going to punch and punch until he can't punch, and then he punched and then stay down, Big Show. Give a fuck. Well, he'll get back up. Naomi versus Nikki Bella. Naomi gets a new little, like, yeah. intro, light-up shoes, cool glasses. Uh, I like it. She's a heel, I assume. Yeah. This match is not bad. Yeah, what's the extreme rule in this match? Women. Oh. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Stone Cold Steve Austin's here. And he's gonna kick some ass. Dun-na, dun-na, dun-na. Naomi loses. Dun-na, dun-na, dun-na. Rack attack. What'd you think of this match? Yes, why did... Why? <laughs> Naomi's what? getting momentum. And then... She loses it. But that's okay, because she's gonna fight Brie tomorrow on Raw. Uh, How many times does she have to beat a Bella? Yep. Brie gets a kick in the face while the referee is distracted. And then Nikki takes advantage and hits a rack attack. So I guess it's not necessarily a clean win, but then are the Bellas heels or faces? Somebody explain any of this I to me. I fucking can't tell you. I don't know. I don't get it. Uh, don't oh, here, here's the Risa Vlana thing where they're going to go in the, the office, whatever. Uh, she's so sad. Hey, Brian, mm. shut the fuck up. Mm. Roman Reigns and Big Show in a last man standing match. It's great. Reigns wins. Can, you just, can we just say the, the spot... The only spot that's worth talking about because oh, who gives course, a fuck because about nothing else matters. Yeah, um, uh, Big Show is uh, Mortal Kombat dazed on the announce table. What? That's a that's like honestly such a good descriptor of how he looked. <laughs> he he lo- it looked like somebody wrote finish him in bloody font right above him. Uh, as can as, somebody please make that a gift? It, hey, like, can we get at Rassler Monkey to make that a gift? He just he looked like he looked like Sub Zero who just got beat up by Sindel. Like, he's just like, oh, fucking La La Land bullshit. Stupid. Up on an announce table. Okay. Roman Reigns sets up steel chairs, steel chairs, steel uh, steps, dives off of them, and spears Big Show through a table. Yeah. Holy fucking shit. That was cool. That was cool. That was awesome. That should have been the finish exclusively. And then Roman Reigns lifts the table and puts it on top of the Big Show. Why? Why? the fuck why would you do this why the fuck would you do this i feel like i've mentioned this hey before. don't don't worry brian big show is protected he didn't really not be able to could get up he was pinned by the heaviest table in the universe oh my god every every last man standing match ends like this all of them every single one it's so fucking abysmal. I can't even begin to fathom what the conversation was backstage where somebody said, yeah, just do that again. And nobody stood up and went, no. It, the, what was the last last man standing match we had? Uh, it was John Cena, John Cena yeah, what, what versus Bray Wyatt. Yeah, and, and he got pinned under shit. He got like... Tossed through tossed shit through a box. Yep, and then and then, John's, a, and then and then boxes got pushed on top. And then John Cena covered the box with another box. The Every la- ending is like that, and it started. It started at that heat between mankind and The Rock in '99. Oh yeah, halftime heat. Oh god, because mankind pinned The Rock with a forklift, and he couldn't get up. But see, that was clever. None of it is clever at this point. That was clever because it was the first time. Every other match like this just ends this way. I'm so fucking tired of well, it. Well, and it was Mankind who was kooky and did weird shit to win. Yep. So, I don't know. Fuck it. Stupid. It's so dumb. Uh, Randy Orton and Kane backstage, and uh, Orton tells Kane that they used to do battle together, and then Kane traded in his mask for a suit. And then who's the Kane, the real Kane? You're the Kane. Orton Tough does. enough. 
that, I don't know. That's I, just how I felt. That's how I felt the show was. Yeah. It was like something was happening, and then they went, tough enough! Yep. Okay. Bo Dallas comes out, and uh, then he says Chicago sucks and is idiots. And then uh, Ryback comes out and gives him a meat hook and a shell shock. That's it. I think my my favorite part of the uh, of the night, and I'm so happy they're letting JBL continuously call as a heel. Yep. Was the after the tough enough promo because I really don't have anything to say about this Bo Dallas. Nope. Not I mean it, what I just described happened. Uh, um, but um, it, Michael Cole says we we can see the next future of the WWE. We can see the next Seth Rollins. And Michael and JBL just goes, I hope that we see the new Michael Cole. I was hoping we'd replace you. <laughs> That's pretty good. Thank you, JBL. Uh, Byron Saxton uh, interviews Lana and Rusev, and they said there's an I quit match. Okay. Great. Randy Orton and Seth Rollins ends with an RKO, which doesn't make any fucking sense. Two RKOs. I, don't you... You're not allowed to do an RKO. RKO, RKO. And a pedigree. There was a, Yeah, Randy Orton doing the pedigree I thought was cool. Honestly, I don't... This is an okay match. I I just don't. We don't have a lot of time, so I don't want to talk about it. And that's and that's really. Go, hey, honestly, go watch it if you feel like watching it. You're not going to remember it in three months. It that's it. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. In three months, you legitimately will not remember that this was a match. Mm-hmm. That's it. And and I don't mean to detract or take away. That's just how I feel. Yeah. Uh, I think you put it best. Uh, Seth Rollins is mm-hmm. so much better than yeah. this. Yeah. He doesn't need to be doing this. No, but I love him sneaking out with. He just like. Cheats and wins at all the pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. He can lose on Raw all he wants. He just he just squeaks out wins. It's great. Yep, I love uh, it. Apparently, there's a king of um, there's a king of the ring. Raw, there's a king of the ring. Okay, when tonight? Oh, and tomorrow? Where? Here and WWE Network. Oh, the end. Your uh, king of the ring, by the way, is uh, Barrett, right? Like Boom. Just so, in case you're curious, uh, Rollins, Eminem, and Kane uh, cut a promo. Rollins calls his RKO the SKO, and then he tells Kane that he kept the si- he kept the gate so good, and then um, and then there's <laughs> he a go- called him and- a crypt keeper. Yeah, and then uh, there's a go home show shout out. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. See, like, you didn't have like you didn't Rollins. have to do that. We knew you were listening to the show. Uh, Orton interrupts. Reigns interrupts. They want title shots. Uh, and then Kane makes a tag team match play. He also says that uh, the WWE Universe is going to decide who who Rollins faces. Either Orton or Reigns or both. Boy, I wonder who will he will face at the next pay-per-view. Orton. I said Reigns. Brandon believes. We were both me. right. <gasps> we all did it. Ziggler against Bad News Barrett. Uh, this is a King of the Ring first round promo. Uh, they cut pro- or, I'm sorry, match. They cut promos in the little box within a box type thing uh, instead of live, which I believe defeats the purpose. I agree. Um, but whatever. Uh, get a new director. Please. There are so many blown shots in this match, and I don't know if anyone noticed. There were so many blown shots. There, there are so many blown shots... All the time. Yep. And and that's something when we first started talking about the show, we always said, hey, the WWE is always great about getting their shots and, uh-huh. m- you know, putting on a great live show. Just, you miss so many shots. Yep. And and then you shoot shit weird. Yeah, I agree. I don't get it. Wins a change into a crucifix. I like that. Wasteland kick out, super kick, kick out. And then Sheamus comes out and interrupts and talks about his own butt. He shows his butt. No one kisses a butt. No man lips kiss a man butt. And there's a bull hammer elbow. That's it. So Bindaba goes on to the next uh, round of Cuff. Bindaba wins Cuff, by the way. Uh, Big E Langston against uh, Tyson Kidd. Xavier Woods comes out and cuts a promo. Yeah. And he starts uh, New Day Rocks. He's like, he wants everyone to chant New Day Rocks. They do not do they that. They don't, no. Uh, Tyson Kidd stomps to the tune of New Day Sucks that in the corner. so good. Tyson Kidd fucking rules. He's the best. Yep. That apron field goal kick never gets oh, old. God. I love that kick. Uh Woods, well, here's what happens. Big E hits this big, like, slam out of the corner. Like, big, just bodies Tyson Kidd. And then as Kidd gets pinned, Woods holds down one of his legs while Big E hooks the other one. What? So Kidd can't hook, can't kick out. And I was, like, legitimately upset. And yeah. then they went, they did it. They did a great job. They did a great job of being heels because I feel like I got robbed. We did? I feel like I got robbed out of something I really wanted. 
and they did it. And I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. That's the first real heel shit that I've seen in a while. Yeah. Really from, cool. From the mid card. Yep. Uh, Ryback versus Bo Dallas. Uh, Bo comes out and cuts a Bomo. He cuts uh, uh, he cuts a Bomo about how Green Bay sucks and everyone's cheeseheads and you all suck and you suck. Uh, Bo holds the ropes. He uh, he kicks the knee of Ryback and then uh, he wraps Ryback up in the apron. I like those spots. Mm-hmm. And then he gets meat hook clothesline. There's a diving catch into a spine buster by Ryback too. That was fucking cool. That's it. Yeah. Uh, hey. hey. Post match. Why it appears and Sister Abigail's Ryback. Don't mess with my brother. I don't think it's supposed to be that, nope. but okay. It's not, but it just happens. Uh, Cena comes out, and uh, I wrote my first note is U.S. Opens, etc. Pander promo. That's exactly what we got. Who's yeah. his opponent? It's a three man band. It's the one man band. Heath Slater. He comes out. Still. He's gonna <laughs> win. He's gonna win the whole thing, and he's gonna be more better looking than Aaron Rodgers. Sorry, it's the truth. Yeah. And then Rusev comes out and jumps Heath Slater. Which doesn't benefit Rusev at all. No. Let John Cena keep getting beat up. What do you want? Lana comes out. She gets cheered because she's hot. And then Rusev sends her to the back, Mark Marrow style. And that's it. Cena's in front of a big Russian flag, which is our YouTube thumbnail this week. Yes, Because it is. that was cracking me up. John Cena in front of a big Russian flag is cracking me up. It's great. It's really funny. Uh, Rollins and Kane promo. Yeah, payback, it's going to be Orton Reigns are both in this match. Uh, we get Truth against Stardust in a cough uh, first round match. Pre-match video promos, uh, Cody Chance, and then a springboard into a lie detector. Anything else? Nope. Fondango against Adam Rose. Lil Nate reference. Yep. Uh, JVL says we got a referee in there who calls himself Lil Nate. Wow, man, you're bringing up WCW shit. Yeah, he is. You're crazy. Loving JBL again. Uh, Fondango dives uh, to the outside. It looked really good. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, some of those wrestlers were some wrestlers that uh, Veronica, our friend Veronica, is familiar with oh, from the promotion good. that she goes to. Um, Rosa comes out and distracts Fondango, who gets hit with a party foul, and then post-match, Adam Rose and uh, Rosa fuck in the ring. It's great. Yeah. Sexy. I like it. Yeah, real sexual, real yeah. provocative. Mm-hmm. I- uh, can't get enough. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that's just me. 12-year-old me is like Hell yeah, totally dude. Jay Owen. Uh, Daniel Bryan update. Not uh, really an update. Brie Bella is backstage and cuts a very heartfelt promo about Daniel Bryan and how he just, you know, he wants to live his che- dream and he loves WWE. And uh, then Naomi jumps her. Who is a heel? I don't know. Naomi, I Na- guess. Naomi. That's it. I don't understand. Now we get Brie against Naomi. Naomi is the heel, I guess, so the Bellas are faces. Come on, Brie. Come on, Brie. Come on, Brie. Come on, Brie. You kept doing Come this on, while you were watching it. Come on. I wasn't the Hey, Brian, I wasn't the only one fucking doing it. Me and Nikki, hand in hand. Come on, Brie. Come on, Brie. Come on, Brie. It's not any different than a Come fucking on, Nikki Brie. match. Come on, Brie. Come on, Nikki. Come on, Brie. Come on, Nikki. Jesus fucking Christ. Fucking hate it. Oh my Shut God. up. Be, stop it. Just stop. Brie gets into her rally and then Naomi, Naomi locks in a small package and she wins. Hooray. Right. Come good. on, Brie. This Brie. Is, Come on. This is match three of five of the middle of the show where they just put like just, five matches together. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I hope you don't give a fuck about the second hour because we don't either. Yeah. Uh, Ambrose against Sheamus. I wanted to see, like, a really good match between these two. Oh. Why is Sheamus's intro just Rusev's but with Irish shit? His his Titantron is just slides like it is Rusev's. Uh-huh. It's the same filter. Yeah. And instead of dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, yeah. it's whatever bagpipe bullshit Sheamus comes out to. I still like it. It's so dumb. I like this match has a slow start. There's a tilt-a-whirl backbreaker that looks really good. Dirty Deeds gets reversed into a clover leaf. Nice. Yes. Uh, but uh, Ambrose gets to the ropes. Uh, Ambrose hits the elbow. Kick out. Ziggler jumps Sheamus after uh, Sheamus broke kicks uh, Ambrose on the outside. So Sheamus wins. Ambrose is livid. Wow. Sheamus hightails it. Ambrose is upset and he says, for once in my life, I didn't do it. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Brian, that happened and then Brian went, that came from a real place. Yeah. <laughs> I just went, mm. that felt too honest. Yep. There you go. Uh, Sandow promo. Uh, it was very heartfelt and real. Yeah. He's like, for a long time, I like didn't know who I was and all this stuff. And, you know, I've, I was told that I wasn't entertaining enough. Yeah. You know, and all this stuff. And I thought that was really like interesting. 
And then the, the crowd starts chanting, thank you, Sandow. And then he says, you're welcome. And that gets a huge pop. Yep. Um, got a huge pop from me. The Axeman comes out and interrupts. What the fuck? Uh, Damien Sandow starts mimicking everything that Curtis Axel says like he's 12 years old. Me and Brian were pretty fucked up. And we're laughing so fucking hard at this. My only note here is, why is this funny? It shouldn't be. Well, it's because... It it's, shouldn't be. It's it's funny if you're 12. It, it went on so long. It's, it went on so long. It's exactly what he's been doing for the last six months for Miz. And now he's doing it in a I, way to benefit him instead of somebody else. I get it, but fuck, it went on so Oh. Long. It's like when you give me directions to my own house. Yeah, it, that's it. <laughs> you can turn right up here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Park anywhere. Yeah, I know. Hey, hey, guys! If you haven't done that with your friends, give them directions to places they know how to get to, like their own house. But like as like as you're driving, just go. Yeah, you want to turn left here, and they'll go. They won't do anything the first time, but the second time you do it, they'll go. The fuck are you talking about? Don't laugh. No, the key. It's is- straight. You have to give it to him straight. Yep. It, oh, you want to turn left here? Okay. Yeah, you want to turn right right here. What? Yeah, just park anywhere. This is my house. <laughs> hey, they won't know what to do. You want to see somebody get really angry very hey, fast? Hey, imagine if somebody did that to you. That's all I'm saying. With no context. No, not at all. Uh, a big boot, Hogan sequence into uh, the Aikido Aquiet, whatever, the elbow drop that Sandow does. He's very nice. Yeah. Wyatt cuts a promo. Me and Brian, again, pretty fucked up, went, dude, that's a good promo. I watched it again today. No. Is it an okay promo? Uh, All of his promos are better if you're fucked. If you're on one, hell yeah. His promos are like, well, this is interesting. That's it. Uh, Neville against Harper. Uh, I want Harper to win just because I kept thinking about Harper wearing a crown to the ring every week. That would be so good. What a maniac. This match was the match of the night. Oh, absolutely. By so far, I can't even express to you. Holy shit, this match was fucking awesome. I thought this match was great. Mm-hmm. I loved it. It had such an indie feel because it was spots, big spots, another spot, mm-hmm. a big spot. It was so fucking cool. And hey, shouts out Green Bay. Great crowd. All they night. were a great crowd. Great crowd all night. Um... The opening sequence is fucking nuts, and it ends with a hurricane on the outside. That's the opening sequence. Yeah. There's a top rope acai moonsault. There's a standing shooting star press. Jesus. There's a big boot and a half and half suplex by Harper. Holy Fuck fucking shit. Yes. I thought that was so cool. Half and half suplexes are great. It's half a tiger suplex, half a dragon suplex. Toss them inside out. It looks great. Um, that wasn't even the best. Rebound German suplex. That was the best. Not called by the announced team. Dumbasses. In the King of the Ring match tonight, mm-hmm. last night, uh... Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, there's a deadlift German suplex by Neville. Which they also to, don't to call. To Barrett. They did not call it. Neville has so much strength and they never call it, and it looks so cool. That's it. Uh, Harper hits a pop-up powerbomb. There's a kick out. Great indie feel to this whole match. Really there's good. a sunset flip powerbomb and a red arrow. Uh, really good shots of Neville to end the whole thing. Yeah. That was that was honestly like. Please go back and watch that match if you haven't watched it. It was a lot of fun. It felt very indie because it felt like big spot after big spot after big spot. That was the match of the night. It should have been the main event. It wasn't, and I get why, but it should have been the main. Reigns event. and Orton against Rollins and Kane. Justin Bieber chants. So this is the part of the night. So me and Brian talked about how the Midwest. Me and Brian. Brian had a revelation, and it fucked me up. <laughs> it fucked me up. Also, hashtag Lish Mode, just so you guys. Thank you. Um, that might be, that might be the match. That might be the the name of this episode, Lish Mode. I think, yeah, they might be. It oh, it also might be Roman Reigns contact nachos, because I bet Brian that uh, I bet Brian dinner that uh, Roman Reigns wore contacts, and Brian said no way. And then we looked it up, and Roman Reigns wears contacts. Absolutely for his for his blue eyes that keep changing color. Uh, Lish Mode, which is just a white Wisconsin girl who's kind of hot, dancing Not so uncomfortably. She's just a plain white girl. She is a plain white girl. But at a WWE event, she might as well be Sable. Uh, <laughs> Who was a plain white girl? Um, the crowd chants Justin Bieber at Seth Rollins. Cool. Hey, there's a crowd reaction, and I'm always into that. It's right. Cool. 
I just, I watched that and I just started going, oh my fucking God, the Midwest is so fucking square. Like they're so square. Hey, WWE loves that because it's like, hey, what kind of cultural pop re- pop culture reference can we mm-hmm. like bring up? Shoehorn like, into this. Yeah, what's like outdated, but like everyone will get because that's what the Midwest loves. Uh-huh. And it's Kane saying, you're just like Justin Bieber. And the crowd goes, yay. And then they chant Justin Bieber. And I'm sitting here going, the fucking Midwest is so goddamn square. It's so sad. And Brian went, yeah, man, they're so square that wrestling has never not been cool. That sentence fucked me up. I just want you to think about that. That sentence fucked me up. Look, we love wrestling, uh-huh. but objectively, we understand it's not so fucking cool. Uh-uh. I really appreciate the athleticism. I love the pageantry. It's a lot of fun. When you find wrestling that you like, we yeah. watch New Japan stuff all the time. We watch PWG, which we are going to. We got tickets for. Hell yeah. Can't wait. May 22nd. I think. Uh, we watch a lot of wrestling. We love it. It's not the thing that we identify ourselves with. Mm-mm. We have hobbies outside of it. Oh, absolutely. Whatever. At one point, it was cool here. When yeah. we were younger, everyone had the Austin 316 shirt. People had DX, suck it, you know, everything like that. It was cool. In the Midwest, it has never not been cool. And that fucks me up so bad. Poor Midwest. The- in the Midwest, wrestling has always been something everybody does, yep. and it's totally fine. Mm-hmm. That I just sat there thinking that, and it was fucking, it was like killing my brain I had to say something. Because mm-hmm. it, it dawned on me in that match, they're, they're always into wrestling. Fuck. Yep. That being said, halfway through this match, the crowd fell asleep. Well, because halfway through this match, it went on a half too long. Here are my notes for this match. Justin Bieber chants. The crowd fell asleep. I do not care. And thus ends Raw. Hey, Brian. Mm -hmm. It's a triple threat. Can you believe it? No, what? Uh, I wanted Kane to go. One email from Calvin H. Indie show report. I came back from an indie show on Friday. Had an incredible time. However, my mother, who came along with me, did not. Highlights include a no-DQ match that made a kid cry, a package pile driver, two moonsaults on an empty canvas, and a toss into the heaviest fucking chairs I've ever seen. Wow. Thank you, Calvin. Glad you went to an indie show. Thanks for taking mom. Brian. Yeah. Yeah, hey, take your mom to an indie show. (laughs) 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 Brian, we did it! Episode 58? Of yeah. the Go Home Show, it's in the books. It is. We had so much to talk about, and we got in on it, and it, we didn't even get it till this isn't even like our longest show oh, ever. Oh, good. Wow. We, I know, right? What does that tell you? It tells me that we got plenty of time for plugs. Brian. Yes. Email us, gohomeshow at mega64.com, and Twitter at gohomeshow. Tumblr is thegohomeshow.tumblr.com, facebook.com slash thegohomeshow. You guys can always find us on YouTube, youtube.com slash ericbedour, where you can uh, comment, uh listen to the episode there it's it's a good spot to kind of go back and forth about uh what what you think we were wrong about what you thought we were right about what you thought in your own opinions uh the youtube comment section is generally the most active for all that um so check it out there but brian episode 58 it's in the books do you have any uh final words final thoughts departing uh things to say to our lovely lovely fans here yeah. do you have two copies of fight club on dvd no one is uh if friday collection inside of a fight club case i don't believe me i'm going home